Welcome to Healing the City Podcast. In this particular episode, Adrienne Crawford continues her conversation with Samantha Bloom as she discusses the death of her husband and how the village community came around her and offered her space to heal. In this episode of Healing the City Podcast, I had the chance to sit down with Samantha Bloom. We were able to talk about her husband, Sean's death talking about when he was first diagnosed and then through the end of his life. She's able to share the ways that community in our church surrounded her and loved her, some of the hard things about losing him, and some of the ways that the community has sustained her family over the years, and also her incredible faith in Jesus and the process of trust. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. This is an episode that does talk a lot about death, so you just should consider that when, if you have young listeners around you. Thank you. And so over the last nine years, what are ways that, you know, the church has come around you or individuals to support you as a single mom with four lovely, rambunctious, sweet boys, right? Can you talk about some of those things? Yes. Um, So when we were kind of new at the village and getting plugged in when Sean was alive, um, Sean really connected with a pastor named Jimmy who has since um, moved away. But um, so Eric and Sean didn't have a super, you know, strong relationship since Jimmy was kind of like the pastor for Sean. Mm -hmm. But after Sean died, um, Eric realized, hey, you know, there's these four boys. They had a dad in their life. And now what's going on with them? So um, he started taking um, the older two because the older two started we call it out school there's homeschool or out school so we had been homeschooling so um chris started first grade in the fall after his dad died and jake started kindergarten so the school-aged boys would get to go out um eric would take them out one at a time um and do breakfast or go for they remember going for um those boba drinks and Mm -hmm. blowing the boba at each other through straws and um, doing guy stuff. Eric was um, there to listen and, you know, kind of provide counsel, but his main, um, his main way of, you know, attaching to them was just to do guy stuff, you know, to, to just be there. And if they wanted to talk, they could. And then I had never been in, um, we call our Bible study um, groups, uh, pilgrim groups. So I'd never been in one, but I thought, well, this might be a good time to join. So I wrote on the sign-up sheet, um, maybe I can host, because I thought, well, maybe once I put all the kids to bed, we could do it at my house, so I could still do it. So Eric and Sue decided, Eric said, well, I'll watch the kids, and um, you can go you know, to a group that they meet twice a month. And then he said, well, if if you're already coming with the kids, why don't you just eat dinner with us? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, so he started feeding us every other week. Um, And you've been doing that 
This whole time, right? Yes, we've mm-hmm. been doing it this whole time. So Zeke, our youngest, was still in diapers, and he would always have a massive blowout for Eric to clean up, <laughs> which, you know, I was like, thanks, Zeke, good job. And thanks, Eric, for handling that one for me. So, um, yeah, that's huge for Eric to have his own two kids and then my four kids. And um, so Eric still needs, you know, wants a... And, you know, things sometimes happen, but he's been so committed to taking the boys one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And he takes all four of them individually. Individually. All four of them. Yep. And, you know, it's been coming up on nine years now. Mm-hmm. And he told me after maybe a year or so into it, maybe not quite a year, that he didn't realize um, when he started what he was taking on. Mm-hmm. Um, that it, you know, that it would become, uh, you know, a lifelong commitment. But he also had fallen in love with my boys, like mm-hmm. like they were his own, and that's um, that's really a beautiful thing. And sometimes, you know, when kids are becoming teenagers, they feel rebellious, and you know, when they're like, we don't like Eric telling us, you know, what to do, and you know. Homework and rah, rah, rah. I'm like, well, Eric, you're doing it right if they're grumbling about <laughs> you. You, you. And I had asked, you know, I'd always wanted to give him a like a dad Father's Day card, mm-hmm. but I was afraid of scaring him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I told him finally after many Father's Days passed by that, you know, I had wanted to do that, and but I was afraid to scare him. And he said that would be okay. He wouldn't be scared. And then Pastor Rod, he's kind of... Um, the grandpa of the village children. Um, and he has taken my youngest every year for, I believe, three years in a row now to a U of A basketball game. And that means the world to my youngest because somehow he developed an absolute love of all sports. Hmm. And, that, and they do that spontaneously and he gets some fun foods and drinks and stuff right oh he's yes he's he totally spoiled him. and <laughs> so the first time pastor rod asked he said no it is a thursday and the game isn't till seven or you know something so i think zeke was in first grade so it was oh, a big sure. deal staying yeah. out late on a school night and if yeah. you're big enough to do that you're big enough to get up and not grumble in the morning <laughs> but he came home with a brand new wildcats t-shirt and um, just stories of, oh, this happened and this happened. And um, and then Pastor Rod sharing his perception of it, which mm-hmm. it's easy for me to feel like me and my four kids are a project for mm-hmm. everyone. But um, hearing how much it blesses Pastor Rod to get yeah. to experience, you know, hearing a little boy being so delighted in a sport that Pastor Rod loves. Yeah. Um, just that as much as it's a, a blessing for me and for Zeke it's also a blessing for Rod yes kind of what I was sharing in the beginning right it's Mm -hmm. like you can't help others without being also helped it doesn't and projects don't last for nine years right like you couldn't possibly be a project Mm -hmm. because it would have been a burden and would be over and I've told Eric and Sue like you guys are um proof that God is real mm-hmm. because you could not sustain the way that you love others and um, 
you know, Eric's our pastor, that way you take care of your flock without the Holy Spirit continually filling you. There's no way a human could love that much and give that much and be joyful in it. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he receives joy back and, um, you know, he's cared for. But as a pastor, he really does a lot. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and then I also want to share um, this, you know, I know maybe not everybody knows everybody here at the village. And if there's people listening to this that don't go to the village. Um, so I'm saying a lot of names, but um, there's a family here, the McCulley's, and they have two children um, who who have special needs or different needs. So the point of saying that is that they have um, they have their hands full when, when their kids were younger. Um, so it would be easy for them to be like I often am and go, oh, my hands are full. Um, everyone understands. I'm just not going to look up. I'm just looking down at what is on my plate. Sure. So, um, but Andrea has surprised me on Valentine's Day with um, flowers and chocolates and she knows I love coffee um, and that they were brave and willing to just show up mm-hmm. out of the blue. Um, but knowing that my husband isn't there to bless me and do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, just things like that where people have gone out of their way to do something nice and to do something special. Yeah. To show me like, hey, you're not forgotten. Because mm-hmm. she's done that recently where it's not like the year after where the it's just that sustained caring and showing, hey, you yeah. know, I haven't forgotten. And it's really great the way that we're able to love people out of the things that we love. So it doesn't surprise me at all that Andrea was the one that showed up on Valentine's Day because that seems to me like something that she would really love. And so she took that and thought of you. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so beautiful about all of our different strengths and, and passions is that we live out of those things mm-hmm. and offer out of those places. Yeah, and then we've, um, the village has organized um, work days at my house in Ryan McCauley has his own handyman business, so he he had an extra security door that he gave me and put on for me. Um, he changed out a light fixture for me. He showed my oldest son, who was very destructive as a young boy, mm-hmm. how to patch the holes in the wall that he had made. Sure. And I don't know if I ever told Ryan, but then I saw my son lift his foot, his heel, to kick it back and kick a hole in the wall. And I saw him pause and put his foot down because Ryan had taught him how to patch the hole. And he was thinking, do I want to do that again? No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a way Ryan shared his fatherliness and a skill. But that was a father's wisdom of, hmm, I don't think I want to do that again. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So my final um, question for you is, as you consider the gospel and and Jesus how do you feel like I mean you've shared so many stories but is there any like last feeling or 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 experience through the gospel of of losing your husband and and then the last you know nine years of being part of a church community that prides itself on being a family well, that's kind of a big question. That's true. It is kind of a- my mind has 
thinking of lots of things. Um, but, um, well, uh, losing Sean, is, it was very exposing. Mm-hmm. Um, I With my kids having, me wanting them to still have everything, every opportunity, um, every need met, I couldn't hide away. Um, so allowing the village to come and meet our needs in so many ways, um, kind of the humiliation of having a work day and having someone clean my fridge and just um, take clean up our yard, you know, something that we could do, but I haven't made my kids do and it got out of control. Um, so just letting people in in that way, um, that was... I had to swallow my pride a whole lot, Mm -hmm. which um, God wanted me to do, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, And just growing in my faith and seeing God move. um, If Sean had been alive, he was was a very good husband. And I kind of looked to him. I had to admit to God, um, which I did right before we found out Sean had cancer. You know, I idolized Sean. Sean in many ways, is my God, and I'm sorry for that. Um, But I wouldn't have grown in my faith. I wouldn't have seen just the way that God continually provides through others. Mm -hmm. Um, And that I'm able to see the, the joy people have, the blessing they have in being God's hands and feet, that when the Holy Spirit nudges you to do something, and you do, Mm -hmm. you're blessed in it, and Mm -hmm. it stretches you sometimes, you know, like for Andrea to show up on Valentine's Day with goodies and love, maybe not knowing how it would be received. Um, Just, and that if you don't listen when God nudges you, he'll nudge someone else. It's not that, you know, the person who is receiving the blessing just won't get it because you didn't listen, but getting to teach my boys that, pointing Mm -hmm. out, hey, this person did this for us, they felt like they should and then they followed through they didn't just say oh that's nice I should do that so that's a lesson for me and the boys that when we hear the Holy Spirit telling us to do something out of our comfort level or within it that we should do it because then we get to be part of what God's doing Mm -hmm. yes amen well I want to thank you for again being exposed and sharing so vulnerably your heart and your story and I know that many people will be blessed um, to hear this and it was a blessing for me to hear it as well so just thanks again um, for, for being willing to come today thank you for having me so you've been listening to Healing the City podcast with Adrian Crawford Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Facebook and Instagram.